101.7 FM interviewing Miss Leia Nalepa for the Curate podcast for the first time ever. So, Leia, when did style first become important to you? Hi, Eddie. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Um, style for me first became important, I would say, in high school um, when I started realizing <laughs> that people dressed really nice and really beautifully. Um, I started watching What Not to Wear, which I'm sure we're all familiar with that show. And not only did I love the physical transformations of women, but I really loved the internal transformations of the guests that they had on that show to see someone go from sad, upset, not confident, and maybe just emotionally beaten up to someone completely transformed. She sees herself as beautiful, confident, uplifted, and joyful. And to see that clothes can make that transformation for someone just drew me right in. Incredible. Um, can you explain what personal style is just a little bit and then kind of explain to us what your personal style is? Yeah, definitely. This is such a great question because I think it gets confusing sometimes to people. So I always like to say there's a difference between fashion and style. Fashion is this multi-billion dollar industry that thrives on our emotions to keep up or not keep up with the trends. So we can't always look like models, unfortunately. Um, and we're not meant to, right? We also can't always keep up with trends and we're not meant to. Um, and so it really feeds off of this idea that we're trying to change who we are at our inner core to keep up with the trends and the industry. Whereas style, on the other hand, is personal. It's custom and it's tailored. So it's choosing what trends work for you and what don't. And that's what I really love about style is it's, it's a true expression of who we are on the inside and how we're showing her to the outside. Um, it, it really conveys a nonverbal message. And so the illustration that I like to use that I borrow from um, Clinton Kelly is fashion is the buffet and style is what you put on your plate. And we live in just this awesome time right now, you know, in 2021, mm. where almost every trend from the past, like, five decades is in. So you can look, <laughs> you, you can wear something from the 1960s or 70s all the way to, you know, mid-2000s and 90s, even up to today, and be, quote-unquote, in style. Um, but the purpose of the personal style is that it fits you, your character, your authenticity, and your values, and your, your body type. Um, to really convey the true, beautiful, authentic self. Um, the way that I would describe my style is it's a mix of uh, classic, tailored, creative, and bold. So I really like classic aesthetics and cuts, um, let's say through dresses or even pants. Um, but I like to add bolder colors, patterns, and jewelry to really mix it up and add a little bit of my own flair um, to show people who I am, that I'm more approachable, that I like to be creative, um, that I'm Again, don't want to be taken too seriously, but also I'm in a professional setting most of my life, both in and out of my business as well as in and out of Hillsdale. So um, it's important for me to, to maintain a very polished aesthetic as well. How big of a role does our style play not only into who we are, but then how we express that? And I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Yes, um, I'm sorry. How big of a role does our style play into reflecting who we are? So I personally think it plays a huge role. Um, visualization is everything. Um, unfortunately, for better or for worse, we, we're a visual creature, right? Humans are visual people. Um, and first impressions are a lot. And so 
it's a nonverbal way or cue of communicating with others, and it really conveys a message that you're trying to commit. Um, so, for example, I like to compare our personal brands with uh, the brands of companies. So if you were to think about Apple, second, the app of the company, um, maybe some words that you might associate with it are clean, sleek, um, modern, expensive. Those types of words are associated with Apple. But on the converse, if you were to think Walmart, um, Walmart might have a different connotation and different words that you associate with the brand. You know, it might be cheap, Mm -hmm. um, disorganized, more rural, or a, a, a collective of other words. Uh, in the same way, I like to associate our personal brands and how we convey ourselves with how other people perceive us. So, for example, in a, a kind of a thought experiment I like to use is if you were to walk into a crowded room and you couldn't say anything and people are looking at you, they're trying to figure you out, and then you had to walk out of that same room and people had to describe you in three words, what would they say based on what you're wearing alone? And so that really starts getting people's thoughts going and understanding, like, wow, people do judge me based on my appearance. Obviously, appearance is not everything, and I don't pretend that it's everything, but it really is a helpful helpful message in helping someone understand your own unique authenticity, your personal brand, and what you can bring to the table. So um, those are definitely some important reasons why, in my opinion, personal style is really, really important. So how does one go about creating their own personal style? What's the process for developing one? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's definitely going to be individual for everyone um, because everyone's kind of at a different phase of how they feel about themselves and how they feel about their style or or clothes in general. Um, But I would say from the very beginning, if you were to look through your closet, um, I would start there. And I would start with the understanding of like, what's no longer working for you. So never mind your style vision or where you're going yet. We have to get rid of what's completely not working for you. Um, So that includes things that are worn out, things that are outdated, things that no longer fit, and things that just don't bring you joy anymore. So if you you hate some items in your closet, it is time to get rid of them. It's no longer serving you and the woman or man that you're becoming. So that's the first step. The second step is I like to encourage my clients and, and really anyone I work with to think about their professional self. Where are they going to be in five years? So oftentimes I'm working with young professional women and in, uh, excuse me, women who are, are very much um, in their profession at the time. And I always encourage them to think, where are they going to be in five years? And I want you to bring her and bring that person to the now. And one of the ways that you can do that is through style. So in the same way, when you're, you know, talking to college students or or early career professionals, think about where are you going to be in five years and how can you bring him or her to the now um, in your closet? So let's say me, for example, you know, I want to be a successful business owner. I want to be talking to small to medium sized uh, C-suite business owners and working with high level clientele. Well, that woman, you know, that future self Mm -hmm. has to dress accordingly. She has to dress respectfully for her future clients and future businesses and has to command a a level of presence and respect. So in the same way, you know, building out your quote unquote style vision board, you can do it through looking at newspapers and magazines and and physically making a vision board, or you can do it on Pinterest um, or even Canva. Start finding pieces and colors and aesthetics that you really, really like and start putting them together. 
Um, and then the final, I guess, piece of advice that I would include in the, the process of understanding is understanding your body type. Um, we really can't have a, a, a whole personal style and a strong personal style without understanding our body type and what fits us. So don't be afraid to get, to get your measurements taken or take them yourself. Um, go get fitted for certain pieces or even take some of the pieces that you really love in your closet that will last a while and better quality and go get them tailored. Um, I think a lot of people are surprised by how cheap tailoring can be sometimes. Um, a, cu- a quick note that I always like to plug is, is Nordstrom will tailor, uh, or excuse me, Nordstrom will hem pants for $10. And you don't even have to buy them from Nordstrom. Um, and so just things like that can make a world of difference in your own personal style. So getting rid of what's no longer working, creating a style vision for who you're going to be and who you're becoming. And then finally finding pieces that really work for your body type and that you really enjoy wearing on an everyday basis. Mm -hmm. So how do you like to classify the different styles? Do you generally tend to go with like the time that the style became popular, the color choice, the sort of overall aesthetic? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple different ways of doing that. Um, When I'm working with clients, there's six different style personality types. And so usually you have one dominant um, and one not or kind of underlying. And I usually categorize women into those style personalities. Um, And like I said, because one tends to be dominant, I try to reorganize or restyle her wardrobe according to that style personality and also try to add pieces when we're personal shopping into that style personality. So, for example... A more feminine style personality is called romantic. Romantic, um, as one may guess, is more glitzy and glammy, shiny, um, pearls, like really likes to be the belle of the ball. Very, very feminine, ruffles, lace, all of the, all of the bells and whistles you could kind of add. So if someone leans into that style personality and really likes to uh, convey herself in that, in that way, but her wardrobe doesn't reflect that, then chances are that client is, I'm going to push that client into getting more and more pieces that really beautifully reflect her bubbly sense of style um, through that style personality. Whereas conversely, um, a, a different, more, I would say, male-oriented um, type of personal, style personality is your classic. So I tend to fall into classic. Uh, classic is the tailored cut, um, the clean looks, almost like a Kate Middleton type, but even more... Um, almost streamlined classic. And so uh, those types of clients tend to fall into like the sleek looks. All of their clothes need to be tailored and fit perfectly. Um, clean lines, a little bit more angular, um, but, but soft, um, depending on how the, the pieces fall. And those will also be really quality pieces too. So they're not into glitz and glam. They're not into as many accessories, but they're into quality tailored pieces that are going to last them a while and, and look beautifully classic no matter what time um, it is. You know, it could be mid-2000s, it could be 30 years in the future, this will always look beautiful. Um, And so if someone already has a wardrobe like that, um, then I'm going to not encourage that person to necessarily shop too much, but rather we're going to reorient her wardrobe into new outfits that he or she may not have thought of before that fit along with their classic uh, style Mm. personality. So that is um, the biggest way that I really like to work with clients is to kind of generally fit them into these categories with an understanding that everyone's different and everyone's going to add their own flair uh, to their own personal style. 
very cool. This is Addie Longnecker with Leia Nalefa discussing style on the Curate Podcast. Is it about their style that you admire? Ooh, great question. Um, so one of my style icons is <laughs> Kate Middleton um, because she tends to fall into that classic look. I think she always looks very regal and very um, candidly beautiful. Um, there's no part of her that I'm like, wow, I would not have chosen that for you today. Um, really love her style effect. But then someone on the complete opposite end of the spectrum um, is Mindy Kaling in The Mindy Project. She is super creative, um, always goes above and beyond in her boldness and what she wears. And um, there are different points in watching that show. That I think there's six seasons of that show um, where I'm like, oh, I don't love that outfit for me, but I love it for her. And she really hones in on the fact that she completely embraces her body and embraces her her personality in her clothes. And so that's one of the reasons that I absolutely love Mindy Kaling in that show um, and really try to adopt some of her, her personality quirks into my own closet, because I think it's just so wonderfully conveyed in that character. Um, And she really does a great job of conveying a lot of herself um, on Instagram in real life too. And it has a very similar um, personal image on, on Instagram as well. Um, so I would say those are two. Another one, again, this might be a little bit uh, obvious, but um, Stacey London from What Not to Wear. I've always loved her aesthetic. Um, I liked it more in the show um, from What Not to Wear. But uh, even now, she's just she always looks great. But she has the the reason that I really love her particularly right now is she she knows her aesthetic well, but she always incorporates a modern fashion sense. So, you know, not everyone's comfortable creating and taking something from every single trend, but she is, and she does it really well. Obviously she's a gifted personal stylist, so she knows what the heck she's doing. Um, But I just think it's a a phenomenal gift that she has. And she, she adorns herself and her body in a really great way. And she's also a great example for someone, you know, who's in their, early to mid fifties, who's just like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm too old to wear this or this no longer fits me in the right way. And she's always just been a great example for someone who finds the balance between maintaining her youthfulness yet exemplifying her maturity and her, her, her gifts. Mm -hmm. So we touched on this a little bit earlier in the interview, but how does one avoid flash trends while staying sort of modern? How does one avoid clashing, you said? Like flash trends, like just whatever the trendiest thing is at the moment. Got it, got it. Yeah, definitely. So um, honestly, (laughs) the first one I would try to make is go with your gut. Um, And I use myself as an example, but I personally don't love the early 2000s, mid-90s look that's back in. Uh, You know, I was a 90s kid, grew up in the early 2000s, and all all those styles do for me is remind me of, you know, me as a seven-year-old kid. (laughs) Um, And so that's what my gut is saying. And I think there's one pair of jeans that I've bought kind of out of that uh, decade that I really love and fit me well. But everything else and just like, this isn't serving me. 
this is not serving me where I'm at right now and where I'm going, but I appreciate the trend for other people. Um, so the number one thing I would say is go with your gut. If it doesn't feel right or if you're, if you try it on and you're just like, I cannot stand this, then <laughs> that is your indicator to be like, maybe this isn't working for me and that's okay. Um, and then the second thing is, is just understand kind of what goes with your style vision. So, for example, kind of going back to using myself as an example, I, I tend to be that classic creative mix with style personalities. If, you know, random trends these days don't really fit into my style personality and my vision for myself, where I'm going, you know, as like that future CEO, as that future entrepreneur, then then that's kind of my indicator of I don't need to add this to my closet. Like, sure, trends come and go, and this, you know, a white pair of tennis shoes might be great for a season, but it might not be great for me for next season. And giving myself a little bit of forgiveness and saying, like, okay, I'm going to spend $20 on these pairs of shoes versus, like, $150 because I'm only going to wear it for one or two seasons is also okay, okay too. So giving yourself some grace balls, so acknowledging, like, you have a strong sense of self and you know where he or she is going. Um, and then kind of taking that and being able to say no to trends that don't fit into that is a very strong and empowering position to be in. So, so to sort of stem off of that question, and you did sort of touch on this already, but how do we cultivate confidence in a world with ever-changing standards of beauty, especially when it comes to style and image? Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Um, one I have not been asked before, but the way that I would answer that is, and this is going to require some soul searching, but digging into your authenticity and your personal brand. So I used to give a talk on personal brand um, to, to groups of people. And what I would always encourage people to do is drill down on your values. What do you value about yourself? Like, who are you? And where are you going? Um, and so maybe some of your values could be like, you're, you're bold, approachable, quirky, quiet. Um, you know, maybe you value expensive things and regal things, or maybe you tend to fall into like a natural path where, um, you like letting your hair be curly because it's a reflection of your more laid back style and approach to life. So I always encourage not only my clients, but also the people that I'm just having conversation with is if you can't identify who you are authentically in your innermost self, then the world is going to start making assumptions about who you are on the, on the outside. So having a strong personal brand, and I promise <laughs> this leads back to your question, but having a strong personal brand is the constant. And in mm -hmm. personal brand, meaning who you are, who you see yourself internally matches what people see you externally. So it's kind of marrying your internal perception of yourself with the external mm -hmm. reputation that you give off. And if you, if the, if that isn't strong, i.e. your personal brand, then you're not going to have a lot of constancy and consistency in your life, whether it's personal style or anything else, because you're constantly going to be trying to be someone else and give off different vibes and give off different pieces of information where eventually it's going to confuse not only you, but it's also going to confuse the consumer. And by consumer, I mean the people around you. Um, so really, to me, your personal brand and your style as an extension of that is a promise that you are making to people about your authentic self. So if someone views you and views your outfit as 
hey, I can tell this person likes quality. I can tell this person is put together. I can tell this person really values how she or he looks on the outside. Maybe I can actually understand this person can take over this project on my team because mm-hmm. they clearly have themselves put together, then they probably have other parts of the life put together. But if you were to think conversely, this person shows up late to work every day, is constantly disheveled, doesn't care about his or her appearance, I'm definitely not going to give them the next project at work because they can't show to me that they're mm-hmm. authentically showing, or excuse me, that they're showing up according, you know, timely. And also they're not showing up for themselves. So why the heck would they show up for me? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot to unpack there and a lot to get into. And I know we don't have time to totally go into personal brand. Um, but to, to tie a nice bow on this is in order to maintain consistency and a constant um, in an ever-changing world, I would say focus on your personal brand, focus on who you are, and then go live that version of yourself out. Obviously, we evolve, we change, especially with changing life circumstances and different chapters in our lives. But at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> my, my internal values won't so dramatically change that my friends will no longer recognize who I am, um, whether I get married or become a mother or, you know, become that CEO one day. Well, Leah, thank you so much for joining me. This has been Addie Longnecker on the Curate Podcast, joined by Leah Nalepa on the first Curate Podcast ever. So thank you guys for joining us. This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.